Okay, let's get this podcast off the ground. I just need to open up Reaper. Okay, I've got Reaper open. And all right, let's set up a file. Just waiting for the Zoom link to come in from Josh. And oh my God, what's happening to my hand? It feels all, all weird and slimy and jellyfish-like. Oh dear. I think Alex Jones might be right. I think... I had my my booster the other day. I think the booster is rewriting my DNA and turning me into a jellyfish. And this is this is astounding because I've had the Sinovac vaccine. And that's not an mRNA vaccine, that's a viral load vaccine. Alex Jones is talking about the idea the vaccines turn you into jellyfish because it rewrites your DNA. But if it turns out the viral load vaccines do that as well. Oh, I've got to warn Josh, I've got to... Oh, my vocal cords are clarifying. I'm losing the ability to... Hey, it's the podcaster's guide to the conspiracy. you're listening to the podcaster's guide to the conspiracy here in Auckland New Zealand I am Josh Addison and that's all you're getting right at the moment um, the good Dr Dentith has had their third COVID booster shot uh, just yesterday and apparently is feeling uh, somewhat the worse for it uh, I, I've, I've had my booster shot um, and was lucky enough to just get away with nothing worse than a, a sore arm for a couple of days. My wife's arm got all swollen at the injection site, which was a bit weird. Um, but but Emma's feeling down in the dumps, and fair enough. So we're not going to have an episode for you this week. Um, so it falls to me to um, come up with a, a little bit of filler, just so we've got something to post, I guess. Um, so I thought perhaps what I could do is just give you a, a quick sneak preview of what will be in the episode um, whenever we're both in a condition to sit down and record one. So the next episode is going to be a Conspiracy Theory Masterpiece Theatre episode. We're going to be discussing the paper Dangerous Machinery, Conspiracy Theorist as a Transpersonal Strategy of Exclusion by Jenna Husting and Martin Orr. Now, while I don't think I've spoken to Jenna and Martin myself, they have been on the podcast a bunch of times, Em's had numerous interviews with them, uh, so if you've been listening for a while you'll be familiar with them, although I don't think we've ever actually looked at a piece of their work, um, so it'll be interesting. I've, I've had a go through it, I, I found it kind of hard going to be honest, because it's, um, it's, not, it's not a philosophy paper, um, it, and it, it's a lot more um, empirical than I'm used to basically, there's sort of a, a lot of... Um, sort of survey of, of, of literature and media um, looking at how people use the term conspiracy theory. So interesting nonetheless. Uh, so we'll be we'll be going through that um, I guess this time next week. Help me Josh. Help me. We also plan to talk about the Trojan Horse Affair podcast. Um, it's probably going to be the content of our next bonus episode. Um, but maybe I can talk a little bit about it now, uh, just so you can get some advance warning. So if you haven't heard of it, The Trojan Horse Affair is the latest podcast from the Serial People. Uh, it is narrated by 
the guy who did the S-Town podcast, um, whose voice is slightly less annoying now, which is nice. I don't know if you've listened to S-Town, which is quite a good little little story. Um, but the guy had this, his, his speaking voice, he had, used to have this weird little sort of catch in the end. And he always sounded like he was about to burst into tears. Uh, he's managed to get rid of that, so that's nice. Uh, but, he's, but it was actually kicked off by um, another guy, a uh, British Muslim from Birmingham, um, who had an interest in the story that affected British Muslims in Birmingham from some from a few years ago. Um, and he, he uh, having was originally a doctor, but then decided to retrain as a journalist and proposed this as a as a story um so it's uh, uh, from the sounds of things it was it was relatively big news in britain when it came about uh, in the early 2010s sort of seemed to be around 2012 up to 2014 or something uh didn't really make the news here in new zealand that i recall um the story itself if you're not familiar with it is basically that um a letter an anonymous letter was leaked um, to uh, people, to, 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 to people, I think it was the Birmingham City Council um, in England that uh, was basically was, was supposedly correspondence between um, conspirators who were enacting this plan to Islamify uh, Britain's schools, or at least some of them. Um, and this letter, among other things, was jumped on by Michael Gove, who was the Secretary of Education at the time, uh, to enact a whole bunch of sort of inquiries into what was going on in certain schools in places like Birmingham, which I understand has quite a high Muslim population. Um, and people were suspended from teaching, lost their jobs. At least one person was banned from ever teaching again. Um, lives were affected and, and policies were put in place that are still, uh, whose effects are still felt to this day. Um, and the interesting thing about it, though, is, and again, I'm not telling you anything you won't know if you haven't um, heard of the story before, um, is that the letter, everyone agrees that the letter itself is probably fake. It's probably a hoax. Uh, but nevertheless, it was enough to, to get people concerned that maybe stuff was happening, and so they embarked upon this... Um, this big inquiry. Um, now, the very first thing I thought of when I heard that was, oh, so it's like the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, a, a document which everybody agrees isn't actually authentic, but who, which some people will say, well, okay, the document itself may be fake, but it's it's spiritually true. While this actual document might not be an actual recording of events, events like this, we we, we, we know they actually happen and has, was therefore still used as an excuse um, for a couple of centuries of anti-Semitism. And this seemed to be the same sort of thing. It's like, okay, we've got this letter talking about the Islamification of our society. Now, the letter's a, the letter's a hoax, but, but we're pretty sure stuff like this might be going on. So let, let's, let's have a look at it. Um, and uh, strangely, the, the Protocols of the Elders of Zion's similarity gets a brief mention right near the end. Um, but so this podcast essentially starts with them trying to figure out who wrote the letter uh, in, in the hope that maybe if they could find out uh, the the exact origins of the letter, they might be able to pour a bit of cold water onto the sort of social stigma that's still around today. And it goes in a few different directions. Um, I'll say right now, I think it started 
started stronger than it finished to the extent that I think the final episode is pretty much a waste of time and you could w- listen to the first seven and you'd know everything you needed to know. But anyway, um, so we'll, we'll look into that in a bit of more detail and go through exactly what happens and what we thought of it. Because, of course, uh, you know, for our interest, it, it's a highly conspiratorial story. It's It starts with a letter alleging conspiracy. Uh, you'll find there, are, as we go through, there are sort of conspiracies and counter-conspiracies and 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 nobody quite seems to know what's going on in a lot of cases. Uh, so I found it very so, so basically, in between this week and next, I can certainly recommend you listen to the podcast, The Trojan Horse Affair. Again, if you're short on time, you could skip the final episode, episode eight, because I'll, I'll spoil it right now. Nothing happens in that episode, even though they hint that something might. Um, and yes, yeah, so then you'll be prepared... Um, to listen to us talk about it next week, which of course will probably be, I don't know, may, maybe when Em and I actually discuss it, we might find we have a full episode's worth of things to say about it, and we'll do a full episode about it like we did um, about that Bit of Lies podcast, oh, which incidentally also has a second season, which oh. I started listening to and just found it too depressing, really. The second season oh. of Bit of Lies is all about how um, a bunch of haemophiliacs contracted AIDS in the, I've forgotten now because it's been a while since I listened to it, early 90s, I think. Might have been 80s, 80s or 90s, sometime around then. Uh, basically due to um, a tainted batch of the that factor 9 or whatever it is that, that's given to haemophiliacs' treatment. Um, and it goes into the fact that how basically a whole bunch of people uh, got AIDS at a time when there was massive social stigma around AIDS. Um, and... And whether sort of who who knew that this batch was tainted, whether or not people knew, and how how often, and whether people knew that the batch that it was tainted and didn't care and sold it anyway, knowing that people were going to get AIDS. Right? There's a lot of stuff about that, and it was all just a little bit bleak, to be honest. So I only listened a couple of episodes in, but anyway. Um, so, like I say, we might end up devoting an entire episode to the Trojan Horse Affair. But I think at the moment there's really just enough um, for a smaller chat and a bonus episode. So if you want to hear us chat about this podcast, uh, your best bit of being able to do so is to become one of our patrons. Uh, and if you already are, well, that's good. If you're not, you can just go to betrayon.com and search for the podcaster's guide to the conspiracy. The same thing I say every week. Um, and if, if you don't want to be a patron, uh, you can just go and listen to the podcast, the, the Trojan Horse Affair podcast anyway, and form your own opinions. They'll probably be similar to ours, I dare say. So I think that's enough uh, space and, and enough time filler to justify chucking this up for this week, uh, just so we've got something to tide you over until Emma's feeling better. Hopefully this time next week I won't have contracted anything or, or fallen over and broken anything like I almost did a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and we'll be able to deliver a proper episode to you. But until then, uh, there's really nothing for it but for me to simply say goodbye. Forcing vocal cords to come back into solidification, using my mental powers to resurrect myself from my jellyfish state. I have become a god, a genetically superior jellyfish god. Josh, Josh. Oh, he's hung up. Well, that's annoying. I guess that's the podcast. Oh well. Better luck next week.
You've been listening to the podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy, hosted by Josh Edison and Indented. If you'd like to help support us, please find details of our pledge drive at either Patreon or Podbean. If you'd like to get in contact with us, email us at podcastconspiracy at gmail.com. Thank mm-hmm. you.